Greetings, Christchurch West Shore family and friends, and welcome back to the Knots Untied Pandemic Version 1.0. My name's Gene Sherman, and I am welcoming you back after a literal nine-week hiatus from our time together here at Knots Untied and in person-to-person worship, uh, given the COVID-19 pandemic that we're all finding ourselves in. And I wanted to come to you today and just address the, the, the elephant in the middle of the room, which is, when are we going to be able to gather together? Uh, several people have, have reached out and asked me when we're going to be able to do that, or when can we gather in this group or that group. And so I wanted you to know where we as a vestry and leadership are coming from, as well as from our temporary bishop, Grant Lamarkin, who's a friend of mine, by the way. So we have good authority before us and leading us, as well as good friends, helping us to think through this issue biblically and clearly, and so that we can clearly articulate not only to us back at Christchurch, but across the world for the sake of the gospel. So let's talk about reopening. The first thing we need to understand is not that this is a uh, First Amendment rights issue as much as it is a Christian responsibility issue. We have not seen a pandemic like this in our lifetimes, and we don't want to do anything which is going to put anyone at risk. And therefore, to restart later is better than starting too early and then possibly causing Uh, the pandemic to reignite among us. And so there's a thought also to have a care for one another and for those we're trying to reach, my friends. And so what we're going to do as a diocese, and it's not going to look the same for every church, but we're going to reopen Christ Church in phases. And at each phase, there's going to be issues that we're going to have to deal with, issues and and the ways the service is going to run, which I'm sure is going to feel at times like kissing your sister. And it's it's not going to be the same as it was back in the wintertime when we were all together. So I just want to make sure everyone not only understands, but A, realizes we're trying to glorify the Lord in the midst of this and that there's people who who can be greatly encouraged as we start to regather. So the first, in making a decision, the first thing we need to obtain is the bishop's permission. And right now, we do not have it because it's not the loving thing to do to regather. And so we have the online. And I don't know if you've known noticed it, but I certainly have. We have reached more people through our online services than we ever would have in the in-person services. So this has been a season which the Lord will use, and I think we're going to see fruit born from it. So continue to pray for revival, revival in our own hearts and revival in the hearts of those who actually tune in. And so first we get the bishop's permission. Now the vestry is busy beginning to work in phase one. And so when the bishop does give permission, it will probably be along the lines of when 
the uh, Department of Health of Ohio and the CDC issue phase one, which says we can have 50 people or less gather in one place. Now, it's important for us to remember we also have to work with Anchor Church. We have to work with Bay Presbyterian for our midweek Wednesday service. And neither right now are real comfortable just because they want to make sure that the spread of this disease does not continue through us. So we're coordinating lots of moving parts here. But let's just imagine one. Bishop Grant has given us permission and we're starting to roll out phase one. Well, here's what phase one's going to look like. You're going to have five opportunities throughout the week from Wednesday to Sunday to worship the Lord all along the same passage of scripture that we'll be focusing on throughout the week. And so we will start off with phase one, Wednesday, 1030 at Bay Presbyterian, Auburn Hall. Thursday night, 730 p.m. at Anchor Church. And then Sunday morning, 7.45 a.m., 9.30 a.m., and 11.15 a.m. The reason for those changes in time is so that we can get everybody in and get the previous congregation out so we have time to sanitize and do all the various things that we're going to need to do. Now, as I say all this, I want to encourage all of those friends and and fellow saints who are over 65, you're strongly encouraged to come with a mask, but you're even more strongly encouraged to stay home in phase one. Because if you don't feel safe, if you you feel at risk or you're feeling nervous, we're going to continue to offer the live stream services. We're looking to live stream the service here soon. Yeah, I think it's mandatory that we continue to do that because that has become the new front door of the church. And it's important that we uh, do that. So when you come into Anchor Church, what you're going to notice is the the seats are staggered in clumps of two, four, and even single seats. There's strict social distancing between those clumps of seats of six feet. And we're going to encourage everyone to wear a mask. There'll be hand sanitizer stations. The doors will be propped open so you don't have to touch anything as you come in. The bulletins will be at your seat. There'll be one way in and one way out of the, of the sanctuary. There will be no communion immediately. We're looking to have communion once a month on an initial basis. When we all come back together for the first time, we will have communion. But that's going to be different. But we're going to have four ushers to direct everybody to the staggered pews. There will not be a coffee hour. And they will be offering baskets for those of you who still want to drop your offering envelopes off at the front of the church as well as the back of the church so that you can uh, continue keeping up with your pledge if that's what you so choose. We want to make sure everybody understands that when we do gather together in phase one, we're not going to be allowed, of all things, to sing. 
because research has shown that singing uh, projects more. And if, if you're an asymptomatic carrier of the disease, even wearing a mask, that could be a problem. We're going to have music, but it's, it's just going to be different for a season. The service is going to be as it has been online, just one reading, one psalm, uh, with uh, a time of prayer, with a children's sermon, and a, a sermon. We've worked hard to keep it hour-ish, and the services are going to be a family service for a season. There's no kid cat, there's no nursery, because there's no way a three-year-old's going to be able to social distance. And so that's what the service is going to look like. And my prayer for each and every one of us is that we don't turn our Christian life merely into Sunday morning or whatever service you choose to go to. It's something who we are worshiping throughout the week through our lives, culminating in the gathering together of the faithful. But I want you to think about this. Our average attendance at Christ Church going into this season was starting to ramp back up. It was getting up toward 150, 160 in the last few weeks before the pandemic hit us. So we were really starting and we just welcomed a few new families and we were going to welcome a new family in in the spring. With with that in mind, I want to encourage you to think about what service you will eventually attend whether it's phase one or phase two, because these services are going to be like this through all three phases until you get to the final phase, which is phase four, when the vaccine is developed, when the treatments are developed, and we can get back together and actually be together just like we were used to. Before that, we need to commit to a particular service. That's what I'm asking of you, that you commit to the Wednesday 10.30 service, and that's your service. Commit to the Thursday night service, and that's your service. Commit to the 7.45, the 9.30, or the 11.15 service for a season. It's not forever, my friends. So I want you to think of the Apollo 13 movie where... Uh, I forget the character's name. It was played by Ed Harris, who was the lead engineer of Apollo 13. He brought all the engineers together as Apollo 13 was stranded, orbiting around, you know, starting to come back into the Earth's atmosphere. And he poured a bunch of things on a table and he looked at his engineering team and he said, failure is not an option. My brothers and sisters, failure is not an option. We are going to survive this. And matter of fact, we're going to grow in and through it. Even in this season of lament that God is doing a wonderful work of reviving my heart. And I know yours, if we're availing ourselves to it, because the Lord always makes us stronger in him through times of suffering. Much more so than he does in times of comfort. Now, I like comfort like the next guy. I didn't want this any more than anybody did. But the reality is God has called us to this and for us to flourish in it. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, as you've listened to this update and Knots Untied COVID-19 edition, I encourage you to join me in prayer. 
continue to join us at Midday Prayer. Uh, if you haven't done so, I would encourage you to do so because we're praying for these things and great wisdom because these are uncharted waters and we want to make sure we do it the Lord's way, not our way. But I wanted to give you that update so that you understand where we're coming from and why. So God bless you all. I look forward to seeing you soon, God willing. And if not, I'll see you on Sunday on our virtual services, praying that as we go through these uh, times, God will be glorified in and through each and every one of us. God bless you all. I'll see you soon.